You ready? I'm ready. spiritual podcast station bringing you the uncut unblocked and unscripted this is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side everything from a to z we are live right now in the 1831 studio my name is natia moore and i'm anthony fliggins and this is pastor anthony said welcome everyone to this episode of pastor anthony said make sure you like share comment and follow us on our youtube page do so everybody listen we have brand new episodes available on the YouTube. Make sure you share it with someone. Yes. How you doing? I can't complain. What about yourself? I'm doing well. Good. No I'm complaints at all. No yeah. complaints at all. I'm sitting here and um, enjoying my Monday. Yes. You know, Monday is like a moon day. It's definitely a moon it's, day. But it's, it's Monday. So, you know, it is the day <laughs> the Lord made, right? That's right. Let us rejoice, rejoice and be, be glad, glad in it. about it. So, yeah, so that's where we are. Yes. Um, so, we are live right now on Facebook. Everybody, put start putting some likes in yeah. and share. share. Let us know if you are able to hear us. Well, yes, let us know if we have any buzzing, um, all of our followers, um, that we have any uh, issues with the uh, with this uh, with our system. We yes. are we are using this time to sort of um, upgrade, mm-hmm. update, yes, <laughs> upload, definitely up everything, yes, yeah, yes, this whole yes. system. So, we're doing this and so we can better serve our audience, and yes. um, that's a good thing, yes. And uh, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm a part of this and a part of the growth, and I am a part of um, this 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 particular um podcast, and uh. I'm just uh, excited about what the Lord has given me, and I'm also excited about um, my uh, our ability to uh, sort of to um, speak history into advance, and then watch the things that we do uh, actually take place and flow in its proper order. Um, mm-hmm. To see this is a is, it is it is a divine blessing, and then also uh, I'm glad about it because of the inspiration. Definitely. So when, in, when you when you not not only inspire but can inspire others. Yeah. Like it is an it is a big and a unique and a huge blessing. So really that's is. where we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's going on. That's how we feel. That's it what really the, is. That's how it is. I'm just logging on to see if we can yeah. make sure we we we're able to everyone's able to hear. Um, this is episode one hundred and six. One oh six. Episode one oh six. One hundred and six. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um yeah, yeah. We're still in season one now. We did have a little. We never really settled this. Are you is this what you want to do now? You you don't no, feel I'm, like it? No, I don't feel like it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Of course you don't feel like it. You know why you don't feel like it? Let's go. Because you're going to lose. No 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 no. It's a bet. Hey, I'm not losing. I'm gonna tell you why. You've already lost. Mm-mm, I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> but without without the without all the uh without all the uh loud talking and everything else. Loud talk. Yeah yeah yeah. I'm yeah, calm. Yeah. Okay, so without that. Okay. Um, there was supposed to be episodes. But the seasons uh, really don't have to have seasons. Um, if you watch, I've so far I've watched Joe Rogan. Um, I watched um three hundred and forty eight uh podcasts. I did three fifty eight from uh Jordan Peterson. Um, I watched uh podcasts by various ministers, and I've even watched some um and listened to other podcasts. What they had on the podcast is it's, it's uh actually episodes, and so they have episode one to three hundred and something, but um no seasons. So the argument was, um, as long as we are in season one, if we come up with an interim season, it's still part of season one. And I'm saying that, no, season one, season two, season three is a made-up thing on our end. The episodes is what you have to upload. The seasons is up to us. So you don't have to have a season at all when you are actually doing a podcast. And uh, I, jo- I chose Jordan Peterson's 
and Joe Rogan's is because they are the two most watched podcasts in the last two years. And so, yeah, so if I, you know, they sort of set the bar as to um, as to how podcasts should be ran. So when I watch them, so I find out they have seasons. Neither one of them have seasons. They just have episodes. So you don't need seasons. So if you like my cash app, it's 1831 no, no, no. Courts. No, no, no. It says 1831 Courts. No, 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 You can no, go no. ahead and you can send me my money. No, 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 no. Let us have it. Okay. So I'm glad that you got the information from, who did you say? I said Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Jordan Peterson. And Jordan Peterson. That's excellent. My standpoint, I was coming from a technical part, and you probably would know about this, and we're going to talk about this. The technical part is how we go about actually uploading the episodes and the seasons. All podcasts, when you look at it, you might not necessarily see a season listed or episode listed, but when you upload it and when it becomes processed into the RSS feed of the system, uh-huh. it only um, is official if you have episode and a season. That's not true. So I called the cast. I called cast. I called the podcast That's people fine. because I wanted to. I, I had to clear this up, and I want my money. And my cash app is dollar sign I am the team more. Now, anyway, let me finish. So, technically, we we were kind of that we both had some things we were right about, and we both had some things that we actually were wrong about. Okay, you ready? I'm not wrong about anything. I just said. you are wrong. Let me tell you why. You, well, first of all, you, you can't. With the you can't. That's fine. That's not the point. It is the point. No, the original. What you said initially was this. You said. Podcasts do not require it to have a season. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's incorrect. Every podcast is required to have a season Stop. number. We want to ask everybody you want to write. We're now. not asking them because no, they don't no, have no, a no. podcast. No, no, people do have podcasts on it. Well, the people that had the podcast so that are the, actually so registered that, on Apple and Spotify. That's who we want to comment. No, we want to comment. Everybody okay. who has a podcast, if you have, if there has to be a season, those who have a podcast, if there has to be a season, please note. That there must be a season. Please note that there must be a season. Okay, let me we finish. We know that thing. we have to have episodes, but uh-huh. you said it don't have to have a season. No, I said they have to have. have a, to. They have to have a season. And I say it don't have to have a season. You're saying they don't have to have yes, a season. Yes. So all those who have a podcast, all those who have a podcast. Can I finish my whole line? Because I'm not done. Really I done. know, I know, but this is the part we arguing about. No, we have a couple parts that I you have. Said no, was I have no true. argument on anything else. I okay, because no we also argument. talked about the episode number. You wanted it to no, be no, one point no. five. Yes. No, 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 no. I was using it as an example. But you, but you said it can be done, and it can't. No, I was using it as an example. No, you said. No, I would. Use, I said it can be one point five. It can be one point three. Yes. It can be one hundred. Yes. It can be, I was using it as an example. So you're missing it. No. I was using it as an example. Now, whoever, where are we at? Whoever. Listen, I was only using it as an example. Everybody. That's we why will, I said we, we will come back to it. Yeah, because we will come back to it. Because if it's one hundred, if it's one hundred, I'm not going back to one point five. Or two point three. I was using it as an example. I wasn't saying that's what it was. Okay. So I'm wise we'll enough to know. I, I'm wise enough to know. Now you want to quit. So I'm. No, wise I'm saying enough. we'll have the footage next week because that's not what you said. Sure. And I say it can be one point five or one point three. I was using it as an example. That's why I use more than one number. Okay. So if that's I not what you than, said. But sure okay. I did. But okay. But we got receipts. We do. And so my argument, my argument was never about the episodes. Okay. My argument was about the seasons. We made that up. It don't have to be seasons. We didn't Stop. make up. We didn't make that up. I made up season one. I guess so, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So and how I don't do I know. know I made I'm up not really one? sure if we talk about the same. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. 
I'm gonna tell you why I made up season one. Because I made up season two. I made it up. That's not the argument. It doesn't matter what you made up. So, I'm talking about how it's uploaded. The whole thing was how it's uploaded and how it has to be assessed as an official podcast for the seasons. It That's all I'm saying. It does. In okay. order for it to be well, uploaded. We got, we only in there. Well, I talked to the right. people. I talked to the people that work for the, like, it, I mean, it's there. Sure, you talked to them. Yeah, too. I did. I have an email, too. I sure, I, and, and you never sent me the email. Why so would I? Wait, my, I wanted to wait. So I wanted to wait. I wanted to wait. Email, I will send you the email. And I'll send you $100. I will, all right, that's fine. That's fine. That's I fine. know, and I guarantee you, it is 8.54 on a September the 18th. I am standing here saying that I will give $100 online if she can send me. And you will call me by the, the, will, the name that I want to be called. Well, yeah, uh, of course, by, by all means, by all means. I'll, I'll give you all that. Like I said, both of us. And we are send the seasons. No, no, no. Both, it's, both, it's both, right. both no, of no, us we're have not splitting this. No, no, no. Because we, anyway, what we'll do is next week, I'm going to head to Clips. Because you have a whole new tone this email. week. A whole, and yeah, the email. I don't like arguing about what I don't want to argue, but you don't know it. I don't have. You listen, don't know this one. Okay, and you, you know a lot. Listen, but you don't know this one. And you never sent it to me. That's how I know. I don't have to Why because not? we're going to discuss. I want to discuss. Oh, it let me see the email because when you're done. you made you got a bet. email, right? Yeah, we'll pull an oh, email. No, 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 no. After, after we're done, let me see the email. I will. All right. Now that's we, why. That's and, why I brought it up. Gonna, and I'm gonna show you online. So we're gonna do it online. So I'm gonna come back on my live and I want to see the email. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Look at that smile. But like I said, Look at that I smile. always smile. I love to smile. That smile saying he got. But me. like I said from the I'm very beginning, there are that's things fine. that we both. It's over let to me you. finish. We got the email. No, let me say what I'm saying. Hey, Kayla. No, no, no. Wait one second, Kayla. We got the email. We, I'm about to put you on the camera. No. <laughs> we got the what emails. I am saying is there were some Tia, things you got that it, you had correct, some things I had correct. Tia. Now, what I want to clarify. For the episodes, right? You got the I did find out that for the episodes, that is not technically required to have a episode number on your like live feed. You got the email too. You know, I'm done with you. I'm not talking about you. No you got the email. It's fine. So since you got the email, when everybody, we done, show me we're the email. in our interim. I know I got this money. I need you. Do not. I'm sorry to tell you. If you got the receipt, I hate show to blow your me. bubble, but mm. if you got the receipt, you say she said, I got the emails. This is beautiful. It is. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. You careful when you talk to me. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> I, I just can't wait to pull up these episodes no, to pull up the, the receipts email, because the email. we gonna pull up the email, but All we right. gotta put it next to you, what you said mm -mm. because you're saying something different from what you said last no, week. No, I'm not. Everybody on here. I, if I'm going to anyway, we're gonna you got get the to, emails, y'all. We are in our interim period. <laughs> Listen, we got the we're in our interim period, and we have opened up the studio um, to get to all the guests that would like to come in and share. Tonight, we have a very special guest with us, Miss Kayla. I just now added her to the screen. Springfield. Your mic is on. Yes, Springfield. Springfield. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Stop. You did just, Stop. did you? <laughs> just Stop. You see what just happened? Stop. See. I've been a pastor for like, how long? Uh, a long time. Been a pastor for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, high school, middle school? I don't know, it's like probably eighth grade. Eighth grade. One of the brightest young one of the brightest stars in our ministry. Um all our men all our young people are bright stars. Um I thought your name was Springfield. Oh wow. Nah. It's Stringfield. String S T. I knew that. You knew that? Not yeah, good. I swear I thought it was Springfield. I don't know how I got that wrong. Because Springfield is You know why? I yeah. got it wrong because I know you as Kayla. Right. And that's it. And so at the, the last name basis really don't because <laughs> we know each other on a first name basis. And that's why. So we good to go. How you doing? 
I'm excited. Good. I am tired, <laughs> okay. but I'm excited. Good, good, and I'm good. like fake nervous. You fake nervous? Fake nervous. Oh, yeah, you know. What's fake nervous? What's that? Not big nervous, fake nervous. Fake nervous. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because I know that I'm prepared. Yeah. I know that this is going to be an amazing conversation. Yeah. However, it's like my uh, hands don't stop shaking. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm having a conversation with myself in my head like, yeah, okay, you deserve yeah. to be stay here. Stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. You know you need to be here? Yes. You know this is going to be great. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is, yeah, it is. Can you turn that just a little bit more than that one? Just a little bit this like this. Yeah, I think that's it. You gotta go. Let's see. Y'all keep talking. Yeah. So, um, and so, uh, like I said, this is our interim period. In our interim period, we while we were yep. um, working on uh, um, while we working on the um, our audio and our video, um, we said we need to open up this uh, studio for people to come up into, especially people that were um, a part of our lives, part of this ministry, and we want to showcase their business, their work, their efforts, um, who they are, their lives. And um, we asked people to come up, and it has been a blessing so far. No one said no. <laughs> glad you said, glad you were honored to say yes. You are the youngest. That's what I was we, saying, I yeah. think we had on. So we're going to hear a different, hear, you know, hear life from a different uh, perspective. Yeah. So I am excited about this. Um, I have a whole lot of questions. Okay. Um, I have a whole lot of questions. I have more questions. I, talk, I used to talk to people and tell people that I actually have more, I actually have uh, more questions than I do have answers. And um, having more questions than I have answers has allowed me to uh, keep myself. Uh, I'm always at a place of humility. I'm at a place where I'm humble and I'm at a place where I'm always learning, always um, developing, always listening, always asking, seeking. And I'm, um, I'm always sort of, I guess, prowling for information, but not getting in anyone's business right. because I want to know who you are. So first question, who are you? Who are you? Introduce yourself. Very much that girl. <laughs> oh my okay. goodness! We didn't start. Here we it. go. Here we go. Oh Make sure you talk directly. Goodness. Everybody, so we can hear everything I, you have oh to say. Man, I was not looking to hear that. One. Okay, that let's go. Oh. All right, let's go. Let's go. This is about to be good. Hello, everybody. Um, I am Kayla Stringfield again. I am. I don't want to say my age because somehow, some way. One of my students will find this video. Um, so to that point, I am very young. I am in my earlier 20s. Um, I am a mom. I have a daughter. She's one. I'm a teacher. Okay. In teach. this day and age. Yeah. I am a ninth grade algebra one teacher. Woo. Nice. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah, but, talk about that. Um, yes, like I am very, 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 if I could put myself and give myself an adjective. <laughs> I am very, very, very purpose-driven. I am extremely intentional about everything that I do because I do know that I can create the life that I want. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I'm very transparent as well, so you'll get to know a lot about me with okay. all of the questions. Good, good, good. And really not fell off. All right, all right, okay. all right. Are we ready? Yes. All right, you said that you can create the life that you want. I know I can. You know you can. Mm -hmm. Are you doing it right now? Mm. Yes, I know. And what does creating look like to you? Why do you use the word create? You say, I can create the life that I want. What does that creation, that, that process look like? Um, one, first thing is just being intentional. Um, and first, I feel like my statement was rooted in belief. And I feel like that is the creation that I'm talking about or okay. I'm alluding to. Um, and I can explain just a little further, um, I guess, because I simply have the understanding of like, I know that if I speak life into things, it will happen. Okay. Um, and I like 
a lot of my decisions are rooted in that. So when I say like create my life, I'm talking about literally, obviously we talk about goal setting, but like beyond goal setting, like does the things I do on a day-to-day basis align with where I want to go? Because that is the process of creation uh-huh. to me. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So are you in the process creating this life? Because you said yes. I said, are you living the life that you created? You said yes and no. Right. So you gave me the yes part. But what's the no part? Right. So I feel like the no part can come from the imposter syndrome that we all have. Let me hear about that. Um, I am very, like, hard on myself about a lot of things, almost everything. Um, And I said no. I feel like my no was kind of rooted in the things that I know that I should not be doing, but I'm doing. Okay. Which, in turn, is kind of opposite of me being intentional about where I want to go. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's kind of like, if I could put another analogy outside of my life. Like, you know you have the goal, but you also know the things that's going to stop you from getting to the goal. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. those things are also associated with you being a person. So it's like, I'm trying Mm -hmm. to navigate this space by being a person, but also having a spiritual understanding of, like, I have control over this. I hate you. So that's kind of where I am right now. That's where you are right now. So... I guess in terms of no. So, for example, I know that I want to live off of my nonprofit organization. Uh-huh. But I also know that I am a full-time teacher and the time and energy that I can give my nonprofit so I can do that goal much faster mm-hmm. is kind of like being hindered right now because Damn. of my job and my circumstances of where I am right now. Yeah, we've weeks. been talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like yes and no. That's the yes and no. But I also, I, I answered my own question, even when I said that. I won't say no. I just can say that I'm delaying the process. You're delaying the process. Are you delaying the process because you got anything to say before? Go I ahead. Are you delaying the process because um, purpose-driven people and creators, people that are, and I always say that um, we are not just created. We are creative. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell my church we are co-creators. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that's what I tell my church, so I get it. I But I'm also... Um, keenly, fully, and um, uh, in a sense remotely aware, even within myself, that people that are creators and people that are purpose-driven also at times, a lot of times, lack discipline. Right. That's because so we so, you know what I'm saying? Because we live in this creative realm of everything that we can do it all. And we, there's only 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. There's only but so many partnerships. There's only, you get what I'm saying? So I think that that lack of discipline has then come in to sort of put us in a place where we feel like it may not be happening as fast as we think it should happen. And maybe in our being so purpose-driven, mm-hmm. we must also learn to sort of be, well, not sort of, we must learn how to be disciplined in what we're doing so we can remain within our purpose. Mm-hmm. Because without being disciplined, we can become creative and lose purpose. Right, I agree. Everybody else enjoying the wealth, but we are sad. Mm. Everybody else involved and happy for you, but we can't get ourselves together. Mm-hmm. Everybody else looking for you to do something good and beautiful and big, but we're looking at ourselves like, man, we can't get this thing off the ground. Right. So what part does that play in? And as a young lady, is discipline a big part of your life right now? Mm-hmm. And, and, and talk to a new mom, too, by the way, because yeah. babies yeah. discipline you, whether you know it they, or not. They, 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 they will learn you. <laughs> <laughs> Everything let, changes. Let us hear this. Let us hear this transition, <laughs> please. Before and after. So I am a Libra. I think that is very, I need to say that. Okay. Because. Tell tell them about Libras and why you said that first for those that are not really familiar with the Libra sign. You're a Gen X or Gen Z? 
Which one? You got to find out. Z? Your or um, X? Your X. Jenny Z. Z. You know, everybody at What's your... um? We can be, 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 be discussing ages on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I found out. I think You'll it's, find out. I think it's Which X. Is, uh, Gen, Gen X or Gen Z? You one of them, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Know. All right. Yeah, everybody after 1979 to me is a millennial. So I just call everybody millennials. Oh you know what I'm God. saying? Well, <laughs> well that's, that's true. That's how, that's how I, that's how I do it. Definitely millennial. Yeah, yeah, that's how I do it. Everybody after 79, I call millennial. I mean, that's just me. But anyway. But yeah, so right. I said that What's because a Libra is like the balance right there. It's like a the balance sign. Uh-huh. And... I said that because a lot of things that I do say, I also see the other side of. Um, so you might hear me go from this side to this side because it's just that's just how I'm processing it. See, okay. So I, I might feel you. contradict myself a little bit. But While it, you're talking. Yes. But oh, it's comes does this from, sound familiar? Oh, man. It comes from me just like listening to, <laughs> to both sides. logic oh. and then real life. Like, I don't, it's, logic like, it's and emotions. crazy. Yes, both of them. Both dichotomies work at the same time. Yeah. Oh, man, it, it drives me crazy. Very similar to the Gemini. Drives myself. me crazy. It's like, go ahead, let's I hear can it. say that, but I get it like this, too, but whatever. Can you please, can you just keep going oh, with that? Man, yeah, ahead. I need him to hear it. Yeah. I got you. So, what else are you talking about? <laughs> this is the part. This is the problem. And that's genera- Generation Z. What's the okay, Gen real Z? Question. The real question. What is the discipline that I'm facing right now? Yeah, what is it? Uh, um, uh, so, wait, the question was, the question, that's that balance side again. So, what is the... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, 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 um, as a young woman, mm-hmm. how disciplined are you right now? Okay. Okay. After the baby, mm-hmm. how disciplined were you before the baby? So maybe one at a time. Okay. So I guess in terms of like discipline, when I hear discipline, I think focus. You know what I'm saying, Paige? Or no? I mean, I mean, it, it's your, yeah. it's, it's okay. your story. So when I hear discipline, I hear focus. And I can honestly say I've always been a focused person. Okay. Um, In terms of like, just, you know, I'm young. So I'm referring to when I was in school. Mm-hmm. Always knew, like, amongst all the things that I had to do, my grades needed to be top tier. Oh. So when it comes to priori- prioritizing what's important, I'm very disciplined in that. But then, on the other hand, it's like I understand and I know how important my purpose is. So why isn't that prioritized? Okay. And that is the conversation that's in my mind that makes me kind of feel a little bit bad that I'm falling off of my podcast or my nonprofit isn't where I want it to be. But, however, I do understand, too, that me being a teacher is a part of my journey. Yeah. And am I really delaying my process? Am I really slowing my nonprofit down by I guess being present in this moment? Because this moment or like what I'm like my career and stuff right now is the knowledge that I'm getting is an asset to my nonprofit. Like it makes perfect sense. Exactly. However, I still feel like I could be much further. But that's also because Okay, so uh, that's also because I know that I could be doing a lot more. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Is that because of the boundary issue? Like, because when I think of boundaries, I think of setting. I mean, I'm not boundaries. When I think of discipline, I think of setting certain boundaries or setting so certain goals or whatever. So, right. w- uh, is it is it based around the goals that you have set that you feel like you you're not quite? So, okay. So before I became a teacher, I'm sorry. Before mm-hmm. I became a teacher, I was doing this business. The network marketing business. Um, and I literally like that was like the most pivotal, pivotal moment in my life. Okay. And I've built the business with like 500 plus people in nine months. 
And I seen myself so focused, like willing to risk it all. I didn't care. Me and my mother are like this. Mm -hmm. We even was like this at that time. Mm -hmm. So I was willing to do like whatever it took to get to that goal. And I compare my process for my nonprofit with who I was in that business a whole Um. lot. So when I say I'm not as focused Mm -hmm. because I am not. That business, when wake up to sundown, I'm on the phone, I'm building my business. Mm-hmm. I'm building my brand. I didn't have nothing. And now if this is like, that is nowhere near the same type. Focus, hustle, grind, nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a question. What's up? The question I'm having is, have you finished talking first before I ask this question? Yeah. Okay. I'm right there where you are. So I'm not. You're saying you're not putting as much in this. As you put into your business. Right. This is a non-profit. Mm-hmm. Your business was a for-profit. Right. I have an honest question to ask you. I'm asking you to give me an honest answer. Okay. Okay. Were you goal-oriented and were you strong at it and strong and, and sort of, if you can use another word, bullheaded, mm-hmm. because it had a reme- uh, an immediate reward, financial reward, and the non-profit does not? That's a good question. Okay. Is it because the coin in the bag that pushed you. And this one right here, it's more like a social service type thing. Right. You may not get that immediate reward. Mm-hmm. Can you honestly say that I was driven because of the money and I'm not driven now because I, you know, even though this is a good thing, could be a God thing, help folk out, but the bag might not be that, you know, that immediate big bag. Is that a, is that a real thing? I, I do think it's a real thing. I can definitely say yes, but I can honestly say no too. Let's hear it. Yes, because obviously, like... I love the way you think. <laughs> like, yes, because obviously, <laughs> if I sign up X amount of people, I'll get paid. Like, okay, so basically, whatever rank you secure on Monday, you get paid for that following Friday. So if I hustle up, hustle up, hustle up, and Monday I settle with a Chairman 10, I know that next Friday I'm getting 2500 Okay. So yes, because the money, the reward was definitely there, but... I guess in terms of the hustle that it took to get to that point, it wasn't the money. Because you're coming from, we, we sit in that ranks for months at a time. So, like, okay, so when a business ended, I was, like, at Chairman 10. So that's, like, $10,000 a month. Okay. But when I started, I was making nothing. And in order to get, to, get your business to 500 people mm-hmm. and, like, retain them, it got to be, well, for me, it had to be more than the money. I don't even like being on the phone. So being on the phone all day with people that I don't know, talking to them about what, like, that is a lot. But I figured out, like, my science to the business was to really, like, I wasn't really teaching. I, I was teaching people how to make money. Don't get me wrong. But I wasn't really trying to teach you how to make a million dollars. I was okay. teach, I was providing perspective to the money that you were making that okay. I could get you to make. Uh-huh. Um, and I seen, like, even, I did morning motivation calls and stuff too. Okay. So it was just like, I seen the responses that I got and the kind of, like, dependency my team needed, I mean, had for me. And I was just like, I have to do this. Like, I have to wake up and do a motor motivation every day. Mm-hmm. I have to pick up the phone and ask her about her kids. I ha- So it was just... Outside of the money, of course, played a big part. But what kind of kept me anchored was, like, the impact I had on my people. For real. Because I lost my rank a lot of times. 
So what about the nonprofit? And why isn't that energy is not in the nonprofit? Honestly, because so the difference between me building a nonprofit and me building that business was it's community. I don't have I have community. Don't get me wrong, I have support mm-hmm. with my nonprofit. People my nonprofit is the same name as my Forex business. Okay. I'm not shaking from it. Yeah. Okay. Um we can talk about that later, but <laughs> it people know about it. However, in Forex, it was like, we're all in a group chat. We're all in this together. Like, mm-hmm. I'm texting y'all all day. Like, me and my team is already here together. Nonprofit is like, I got to find a team. I got to get, like, I got to, I want to have work. programming and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I got to get funding for program. It's just a longer process where that I can put everybody on the Zoom call. That's the event. Right. <laughs> like, okay. And it was during okay. COVID. So it's like, yeah. that's the event. I yeah. can order, I can get a hundred dollar bnb my whole team come to the airbnb right get a hotel room everybody come there so it's it was like a lot of less effort to get everybody together and much a bigger reward if that makes sense <laughs> yeah it makes a whole lot of sense and then for this it's like it's just a lot of groundwork that yeah. conflicts with my everyday life being a new mom it's like i gotta have something like i can't with that business you know i was young i was still with my mom i had no bills nothing right i can afford to not make no money on friday right nowadays it's like I'm it's a little different. It's a yeah, little different. You, you're not about to just not be making no money yeah. talking about non-profit, non-profit, non-profit. Right. No, like, Lord, you got to yeah. eat. So that is what the biggest difference That's the biggest difference. The biggest difference to get in the community around yeah. you that can, you know, help you to, you know, establish this or get this going. Yeah. And okay. my team didn't have to worry about writing me a check. And the non-profit is like, yeah, yeah y'all yeah, going to be yeah. here too, but yeah, stuff got to get paid for. That's right. That's right. That's right. So That's right. Right okay. now I have to prioritize I guess solidify my career, getting my certification in teaching. Uh huh. So that's what I'm focused on right now. Teaching. Good, good, good. Anything to? Um. Yeah, I have a separate question. So, um, it's it's great to see like how enlightened you are at this young age. Again, like we said, you're Generation Z. So we've confirmed this is Generation Z. <laughs> okay. Um. So, number one, where does this come from? Where does the um where does this enlightenment come from? Number one, and um. I guess my main question is, do you feel, I think that, I think that young people that get this spark very young is awesome. But I think it's also a lot of pressure because you get to like see the whole picture so soon. So some of those phases that some of us kind of went through, or, you know, it, it's almost, which is kind of a good thing because you kind of get over it. But at the same point, it almost puts like a lot of weight on your shoulders very soon. And the natural process of things is happening, but it's just different. It's just very different. So how do you deal with that part also? I love that question because oftentimes, like on my Instagram, I'll post to my close friends, like, it's hard to be me. I say that line a lot. Like, it's hard to be me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And when people, when I say that, people automatically think about like all of the things I could be going through. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, it's because I feel so alone being so young mm-hmm. and thinking so big. Yeah. And not even on like you know on a spiritual note, not about goal setting and shooting for the stars and stuff like that. It's just like truly seeing God in every situation. Mm-hmm. At this age, it's like, girl, you out here by yourself. Yeah. Because it's either people too religious or just no spiritual connection at all. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It is not really many people that are grounded and see life for what it is. And that's yeah. it. So it is hard. It is a lot of pressure, but it's not scary. 
Okay. Like, I definitely feel like I, I'm i like that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. It is some confidence that, that mm-hmm. comes with this mindset. Um, With one, knowing, knowing that, first of all, I'm a teacher. So being this confident in front of girls that are not that much younger than me mm-hmm. is so inspiring for me. Like, I'll be looking at myself like, Wow, I wish that I had a teacher that was your age and knew the content and could connect the dots in my life for me and didn't really care about what staff would say. Like, I'm just so free and I can share with my peers how to be free in the midst. Because I feel like like when I look at some adults, it's like, okay, you went through life, some things happened to you, but you never really knew how to process it. And then you became this person that's 30, 50 whatever Mm -hmm. and I feel like you know we're all going through the process now young in our 20s we're figuring out life you know traumas are happening you Mm -hmm. know but it's like I can teach you how to and I can teach myself how to process things so it don't become a wound okay even if it is a wound I can kind of like sew it up now yeah instead of putting a band-aid on it and it's my infection when I'm 30 (laughs) yeah so you know walking my friends Uh through that process is like I am that person. I'm the person that people call when they just can't think to the next step. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I, I take ownership of that a lot. And I think, where did this start? I honestly always had a connection with God. That's why I like this church from when we first came here. Bless. Like, I was young, but I knew what Pastor was talking about. I was mm-hmm. real young, but I he spoke in a language that I understood. Mm. But even before that, I always remember. So my mom has a friend. Um, her name is Kita, and she goes to the church. Oh, Wes, I don't really know. But I remember <laughs> I stayed a night. Thank you, Pastor. <laughs> I spent the night at her house, and we went to church on Sunday. And I don't know what was going on, but the pastor, they did like a roll, uh, altar call. And he was like, I'm praying for three people. Mm. And I just knew. I'm talking young, like middle school, seventh grade. And I'm like, I know he's talking about me. I know. Like, I feel it in my soul. And two people went to the altar. And here I go. I'm a kid. I'm not going up there. Like, I'm not. And he was like, I just need one more person. Like, you know who I'm talking to. And next thing I know, I was at the altar. Wow. And, like, I can never forget that story. Ever. Uh, And mm -hmm. it's just like, when I do think back on, like, all my life, I always got chill bumps in church. I've always felt the spirit. Mm-hmm. And when I was in college, I felt like it was really knocking at my door. Like, okay, I need to talk to you. And I remember I was dropped. Like, this is so real. I don't think I've ever said this. So I'm about to cry. But um, I was driving from home from home to school. I went to Lincoln. So mm-hmm. I was driving an hour. And if you know how feelings hurt, got that knot in your throat. Yeah. I had that knot in my throat all the way until I got to school. And you know how, like, when you have to use the bathroom, you get home, it's like, I really got to go. Yes. That's how the tears were. I got mm-hmm. to my dorm. I was literally running to my room. Got to my room, slammed my door. I broke after that. Like, mm-hmm. crying for hours. And then after that, um, I started to watch Sarah Jakes Roberts. Morning, night. Morning, night. Like, it just, every day, it felt like a, a um... I had to do it. Like, because, mm-hmm. okay, so let's say I watch something at night. The next morning at breakfast, something, I will talk to somebody, and whatever they happen, they going through, the answer to their problem was what Sarah told me last night. Okay. Or that morning. So I created, like, this feeling of, like, guilt a little bit. Like, if I don't 
watch this, somebody not going to get what they need. <laughs> so it okay. became a thing, like, keep going, keep going, keep going. And then also that year, Miss Lincoln, at the time, she was doing um, sister circles uh-huh. where all of the women on campus would come together and just talk about, like, gospel and stuff like that. So we just talk about Bible verses and stuff like that, um, things we went through on campus. And I remember I just used to listen for the most part. And then one day... I was sharing something. I don't remember what I was talking about. But my eyes was closed. Often, if you see my eyes closed now, that means I'm really just, I don't know. But I often talk with my eyes closed mm-hmm. just so I can say things how I hear it. Um, so I was talking with my eyes closed. I woke up. Everybody was crying. Mm-hmm. The whole room. And it was that moment where I knew I needed to speak. Wow. Okay. And I said, wow. wow. And then I just... Doing my things. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that's right. So, it, where's the where does the inspiration come from now? So, when you were like involved with the like the talks that um or the preaching and teaching that Sarah J. Rob Lover, by the way, but um like where where does the inspiration come from now? Do you is there someone that sparks something in you and from there it branches on, or have you found what have you found now if something has changed that um, initiates or brings on that spark or that thing that that gives you the motivation to talk and speak to people anything like anything anything okay. that happened i can kind of turn to a revelation okay okay or good, a good, lesson. good 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 um and i i do still listen to sarah and okay. she says something so good the other day uh, if it's appropriate later i'll bring it up but okay. um but yeah i feel like i understand the mission that i have in my life and that's okay. the spark okay it's like I'm I am praying for wisdom though right mm-hmm. now. Um I'm praying to know when to speak because sometimes I feel like I can be speaking out of turn. Like not all the time is what my perspective appropriate. Right. Um so I'm just trying to figure out when is it for me to say something and when is it for me to just listen and shut mm-hmm. up like so I guess the motivation definitely comes from me understanding like Kayla you are young and you have a perspective that can save a lot of people definitely and that is just that's it that's so every time i feel like it's like because if that's common sense to me and you really stress and depressed about it i'm gonna just say something okay okay oh yeah yeah. okay oh wow exactly wow y'all good i can just yeah like yeah. I feel like she's I can a Gemini. Just, yeah, I don't yeah, know about yeah, this Libra yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your brain and twist a little bit. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I re, I re, that's interesting because you know I'm, I'm the I'm the exact opposite. By the way, really? Yes, I am. I am the exact opposite, and I'm the exact opposite. And there's a reason why I'm the exact opposite. By the way, at least I know the reason why. But I do remember, and I'm asked here the same thing. Um, listening to your spiritual journey at a young woman growing um, as in, a, in um, uh, your adolescent years. And this spiritual awakening that you're hearing, that you're remembering and knowing. Because I remember, too, being in a church and a pastor said, um, there were, there was, um, he said there were three or four people. And it's a mega church, you know, and I come from, I'm from the small church community. You know, that's where we come from. And, you know, where I grew up, we didn't see no, any more than 25 on an average Sunday. You know, that's about it. And uh, like I said, it, this, that's just how I grew up. And that's, you know, so I went to this mega church. I've been there for about a year. I'm not going to say their name. And uh, but he said, and I was in the crowd, he said, somebody over here needs to be up here. And you, and you and we need to work together. You need to shake my hand. And I never moved. And the inside of my stomach was turning. I mean, I felt like my heart, my stomach, and my throat was all in motion at the same time. And I never moved. I ne- and I knew he was talking to me, wow. and I did not move. So it was like, like it was like yours. 
two or three people went up, and he said, I feel one more person over here. And he had his hand. I remember having his hand out. He said, you need to put your hand in my hand now. Mm. And I just didn't move. Mm. And I, did, I just never got up to shake his hand. And he said, I'm going to call you one more time. And then he said, thank you. And then he went and prayed for the other ones. And after he said thank you, the feeling that I had went away. My question was, how many people in that area felt the way I felt? Mm-mm. Was it just me? Mm-hmm. What I also know, I was 26 then. Mm-hmm. What I know now is when I speak to somebody, and I know I'm talking to them, and they're not moving. But uh, they know, I know who you are, mm-hmm. and I know I'm talking to you. So now I don't call you up front because I know exactly who I'm talking to. I know, if I don't know who I'm talking to, I know that I am talking to somebody, and now I'm able to minister to a person that does not move at all. Yeah, exactly. This, this, that, that experience, and that's why, I'm, that's, that's why I'm taking this up, that experience made me a minister to minister to people that are afraid to move. Mm-hmm. And they're not afraid to move because they are scared to move. They're not afraid to move because they are not sure they are called to make that move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just not sure. Like, I want to get up. I know it's me. I know it's God. I know it's real. I know what I'm hearing. I know what I've been praying for, but I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of people yeah. who just aren't sure. So now it, it, I find myself uh, ministering uh, with a non-complicated, a non-complicated gospel. Mm-hmm. A gospel that makes sense. I got to explain it sometimes over and over again because it makes too much sense. But I, I, I just because just to meet the person who's saying I'm not sure it's me, mm-hmm. I want to I want to take the meal and put it right at your feet. Say so, no, this is you. Mm-hmm. Now you gonna pick it up when you're ready to, but this is you. And it's and I and I watch the transformation in people because I've made the gospel that simple. Something happened to me that changed the way I minister. And it was the fact that I did not move when I was supposed to. Now I'm able to minister to people who just will not move at all because they're not sure. Let us hear it. Ooh, like, mm. okay. So I, I heard a lot. And I'm closing my eyes because I don't see it, how I hear it. <laughs> so when you were saying all of that, I heard and I connected the dot that, okay, I feel like that my focus is on the obedience people. Okay. And I'm not going to, yeah, I say obedient because it's like I want to work with or I feel like I'm called to work with those who want to change. Okay. And I say that because I want to be a life coach. I was about to go back to school to be a psychologist, so a, psych, a therapist, something mm-hmm. like that. And I told myself, I said, that's not really what I want to do. My mom gave me that idea. Okay. I was going to do it. And then I thought about it like, that's not what I want to do. Why? Because I don't really want to be within the guidelines of what a therapist got to do and all of that. I don't want to do that. I want to work with people that saying, listen, I want to go to the next chapter. I want to do this. I'm ready. Okay. And it just highlighted like how obedient I am. And don't get me wrong. Every time (laughs) I go say jump, I don't jump. (laughs) Okay. But for the most part, I am very obedient. If I feel it, I'm going. Okay. If I see it, I'm moving. Okay. Yeah. If I hear it, I'm attacking. But that's also why I struggle with being disciplined. About to say impulsive. Yeah. Obedience can it, can it can blur the lines. Yes. Go for it. And that's why I struggle <laughs> with being disciplined sometimes. But I can honestly say, I do have this idea that I want to start a program for young people in in education. I okay. am not doing that. 
Okay, okay. I'm not going to do it. And okay. it's taking everything out of me to not make a post on Instagram right now. Wow. And say, hey, y'all, if you're a new teacher that don't have an education background and you need support, let's join the support group. That's nice. Yeah. That is great. It's a great but, idea. But, but, but you don't. That's not for me. Um, right now. Because you, right don't, you, because you don't. Because you don't want to deal with the people that might not be at that. Like a lot of people, some people come and, and they're just not quite ready. They need a lot. Is it because of the extra help they might need? Or? No, 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 no. I think it's just because my focus is in so many other places. I would be a fool I would to take add something else to my plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's good. Priority. That's good. Like, that's good. Yeah. That's that is going to really make P3 go all the way uh, down to the priority list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. yeah, When the truth is, that's really what I want to do. That's Got what it. I need to be doing. Right. Okay. I do not desire to be a teacher for a long time. Got yeah. it. I just know that this is working for right now, and it makes sense to be a part of my journey. Mm-hmm. However, I am very limited to who I can be for my students because I'm their teacher. Got it. Okay. And I don't want to exist in this bubble box for a long time. That's good. Um. So I'll maybe do it. Maybe, I don't know. It's a cute idea. It's just, you know, it's pretty cute because everybody's teachers right now, Um. and these kids still need 100% of us, and yeah. we don't really know how to do that all the time. Right. But, I mean, you could go join – a, a program just like I did, <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it. Like, you show the way the program is. I do not show have the to way the program. Like, I don't have to do that. Okay, Till you got a spiritual journey. Do you remember anything about one of yours? Um, like, like a like a story about yeah, like something happened to you. Like, it's not in, it can be in church, it can be in your car, it can be anything, but there has to be so because because the 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 key word I heard today was spark. Oh yeah, and I think that we can okay. build this. You know, around that spark, that, you know, that Tony Sparks, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That, you know, that light in the center. Mm-hmm. And I think that spark. So is there anything happened to you that you can remember or that you can reflect upon or something? Yeah, I guess I would say my, my story that kind of reminds me of that a little bit is, um, so before I um, really was active in church, I used to, uh, like, pray in my living room, and I would see people there. Not like schizophrenic people, but more like, um, you know, I want to clear it up because people, you know, I don't know. And that's fine. It's fine. So I would see like, like the Lord would show me like people that I was ministering to. I didn't know I was ministering. I didn't know any of those terminologies. I just knew that there were songs that I had inside of me and I would sing and I would minister, I would pray and I really would be in a whole tizzle in my living room. Um, and so when I came to the court of Christ, I think I had just joined, I can't remember the time frame because my memory's not that good, but I had just joined not that long ago and it was an all night prayer service here. Um, and I remember, uh, the pastor was like, Pastor Anthony, he was like, (laughs) he was like, um, the mic is open. He just kept saying the mic is open. Um, if you want to come up and pray, if you want to share a poem or like, we just had like these interim periods in the worship where we just kind of stopped and I just felt this like go and I was like well why you feel like this because I never had done it before I never really sung in front of anyone independently like by myself I mean with the church that I was at um prior I was on like a teen choir but it wasn't real it was fake we only sung one time and um (laughs) so it was the first time I actually had sung and so like I said I felt that 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 burning that get up and I just couldn't sit there any longer I came up and got the mic and like I closed my eyes and I was in my living room and then I opened and I it just next thing I know you know I was just 
going and I in in that particular flow I just remember kind of being shocked at myself when it was done like oh what just happened because I never I don't even I'm not sure but I just look at that as practice for what was happening or what God was kind of um opening like my eyes to see or preparing me in a kind of weird way with nobody actually there but um it was it was a that would be my moment for that I remember being like okay and that was that I think this is a perfect time to bring up what Sarah said. Okay. Okay. So she talked about, um, she was talking about opportunities mm-hmm. and she talked about how, you know, we always refer to God like opening up doors and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's very common. But she also highlighted the fact that he opens up portals. Uh-huh. So okay. we do like a teletransport type of image right. in your brain. Um, and I've, that was, well, that whole season or that moment. Um, I feel like was definitely a portal for me. Forex alone, that moment when you was singing at the church, that was a portal. You was entered to a new dimension, mm-hmm. which changed your thought process. Right. And I just thought that that was so dope for her to say because we do always talk about opening doors, what's on the other side, ah, beautiful. But we never talk about the experiences that could really, like, shift everything. Right. And, yeah, I think that was a really good moment. Right. And I feel like that's really what people that. are trying to say. I think people are trying to say that that realm or that portal is there, or that entryway, and they just is not is kind of maybe more hard to articulate what happens after you hit that door or that realm or that dimension. Like it's it's like people stop with right. the description, and you get to a certain place. You always get to a certain place that when you find yourself at that place, um, and you're dealing with a portal and being, you know what I'm saying, sort of pushed into or. You know them suction, suction into, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That right there is all is because you're at a certain place of either wisdom or obedience. You have reached a certain place of humility or a certain mm. place of openness where you can be. You can recognize it because all of us, when you deal with dimensions and because we're younger, there are certain conversations I do not have with people because I feel like I'll lose the people, but I think y'all can handle this conversation. When you reach a certain dimension and you got it, when you do a dimension, it's the dime and then it's what you mentioned. It's the dime. So it's 10. It was complete. Mm. So if you reach one complete level, but you are stuck at that level, the only way to get to the next level is to be pulled. Come on. There is no other way to get there. Someone has to recognize it, say it, you sense it, see it, feel it, and it sort of pulled you. So you feel like something just, you know, so there people say stuff like, I was in my chair, and before I knew it, I was on the, I was mm-hmm. on the altar. Mm-hmm. Or I was in the seat, before you knew it, I would just jump in the shower. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or a man was like, I don't, before I knew it, I just kissed her. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, something in you pulled you Next to that. Next thing I knew. Next thing I knew, I was pregnant. <laughs> you know, it's, oh, it's a real thing. <laughs> Next okay. thing I knew, I'm married. Next <laughs> exactly. thing I knew, I'm a pastor. And like, they can't really tell you. Yes, the journey. That there. that from at portal. one point to another, yes. they know what happened. But the only way they can describe it is, yes. something pulled me yes. there, I, and now I'm here. Yes, and that is because there was a dimension that you reach. It is, it is the actual the seventh dimension. Okay. It is the dimension of wisdom. You get beyond work. Mm. That's the sixth dimension. Mm-hmm. Is work. The fifth dimension is grace. Mm-hmm. The fourth dimension is earth. It's here. One, two, three, four. That's what these dimensions are. Yeah. You get to the seventh dimension, you have reached dimension of wisdom. The dimension of wisdom is saying that now I am attentive to the things that I'm working on. Mm. Yes. I'm not just I'm not just going to work. Yeah. Right. 
I am attentive to these things. And so you're, you're, when you become privy to detail about who you talk to, what you say, how you say it, should I change, should I move, you are sensitive to seasons. Like I notice right now, a lot of people are tired right now. Mm-hmm. And they're getting tired because the seasons are changing. Yeah, changing. Yeah, so everybody like, oh, I'm just, I don't know what's, don't wrong, know what's wrong with me. What's wrong with me? Yeah, exactly. like, no, 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 no. Seasons are changing. <laughs> That's all. But you recognize it, even when you recognize it in yourself. Mm. You recognize it. And then recognizing this, when it's time for you to get to another place, again, that seventh dimension is wisdom, and a lot of people are there. Mm. They don't know they're there. Yeah. Mm. The eighth and ninth dimension, you cannot get there on your own. You have to be pulled there. Wow. That's the calling. Mm-hmm. You, there is no quantum leap. There is no step or stage. You have to be at a place when you say, okay, Lord, I'm ready. What's happening? What's going on? You are paying attention to your life. You, are, you have been through your business, baby, life change, business fall, this thing happened. This thing changed. So now you're a young woman with all of these pieces happening, and it's, seen, and it's almost happening at the same time. Mm. A lot of people got pulled in things when everything shut down, too. Yeah. That's <laughs> another thing, because we were paying attention to everything. Yes. Who's sick? Yes. Who coughing? Yes. You know, somebody coughing, everybody like, you yeah, know, that? we were all attentive. And that's why a lot of businesses and things happened during that time, mm. because a lot of people were in that place of just trying to protect themselves. It was, and they were just, it was just a place where we all were. So yeah. you were either going to fall back or be pulled forward exactly. or be pulled into. And that's that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Happens to all of us who reach that place. When you recognize that place, you need to recognize that place so you can recognize when others are there. Yes. And awareness. You recognize, like, I know where you are. I mean, when you see somebody who's a sponge, you talking, teaching, they're not saying anything. Eyes are locked on you. You know what I'm saying? Their mm-hmm. eyes are so locked on you, they make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You're like, oh, what are you looking like, at? Something with my nose? Like something with my teeth? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, and they're just in. dead locked. They're just locked in. And you're like, why are they so locked in? Why are they so focused? I see it in church sometimes when everybody else is worshiping and everything else and somebody just locked in. They dead on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I recognize it. So I try to say their name or I try to, you know, acknowledge their presence. I know you are here. And that field of awareness is there. You will listen to every word that's mm-hmm. coming out of my mouth. And but you don't need every word. You only need one. <laughs> yeah. But every word is necessary for the one that you need. Yeah. Yes. And then you get pulled. So that's that's that right there. We all. I think. Well, I've had that too. You know, just that. You know what I'm saying? Minds came. Minds came with an. Um, when I became a pastor, and I didn't want a pastor because I had a few things I thought. I couldn't do. And I gave, I gave excuses. Mm-hmm. And this old man, he was in his 80s, he says, no, son, it's time. Let's go. Mm. Use my church. And he spoke to me in such a way that it just gave me no more excuses. Mm. And I had a whole bunch of them, but I've been hearing God for an entire year. Yeah. I'm scared of people who just want to jump on the pulpit. Mm-hmm. I'm scared of people who just want to jump into it. Mm-hmm. We're going to deal with that, too, in obedience. Yeah. Because... Even your obedience, your obedience must be matched with a level of humbleness. Yeah. So you make sure that you are stepping in the right place mm-hmm. and at the right time. And, you know, and then when you get there, there are still more questions because you question yourself about what you got to say when you say it, even though you know what you're about to say or how effective you're going to be. Mm-hmm. All these questions are valid or questions, but they are not questions to question who you are. Yeah. They are questions that you can tend to so that you will understand the people who have those same questions. So 
in ministry, in life, in what y'all doing, answer the questions. I feel like that. Answer the questions. Go for it. So that's a part of like my lesson plan template, just okay. to put it in perspective. <laughs> okay. So like at the top of the lesson, um, lesson plan, it says lesson internalization. Okay. Okay. I'm not internalizing the lesson for me. Obviously, I knew how to do it, but I'm internalizing it so I can deliver it in a way for somebody that don't know anything about Good. it. Right. And I feel like that is the most crucial part of my lesson plan mm-hmm. because if I don't do that part, yeah, I get it, but can I articulate it? Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, yeah. I would have no students That's retaining right. no, any information yeah. if I really did not process it, make sense of it to the, like, That's right. This root, for real. Yeah. Because I got to understand what you need to pick up on this skill, and I have to understand the prior skills that you need to actually do this. So it's like, I have to, all right, Kayla, yes, you know this, obviously, duh. You wouldn't be a teacher if you didn't. Mm -hmm. But the humbling part is me actually sitting down and thinking backwards to help them. Nice. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's the part that people don't really understand about teaching. Mm -hmm. It's not about, do you know math? It's how well do you understand it to articulate somebody somebody else. Mm -hmm. And in terms of, like, my life coach and mentoring aspect Mm -hmm. of my life, it's like, yes, Kayla, you're going through things. You've been through some things. However... The people that you talk to have way different stories. So you have to study and you have to internalize things beyond what you know and how you process it. If you're really trying to be effective to these people. Right. Mm. Outside of the classroom. I'm not talking yeah, about yeah, students yeah, yeah. no more. Okay. So that's something that I really, really do. And that's why I watch um, like different things, like different podcasts. It's not always spiritual, but right. just to hear different people perspectives and like mm-hmm. watching different documentaries. This might be a little crazy, but. I actually watched the videos on, like, it's this guy on YouTube, but he, like, uh, goes around the hoods and, like, interview people that's addicted to drugs. Mm. And I listen to them, and I hear them because I I don't, I never, I might not, I never know who I might run into. And I need to see, like, from your side or however you feel about it. Because, to be honest, I don't know enough about that life. Yeah. So how can I help somebody that parent, I mean, help somebody that parent is suffering with addiction. Or you might be suffering with addiction. Mm-hmm. How can I help you if I don't really know where you come from? Mm-hmm. So I kind of like got to no do knowledge, that. If you have no knowledge of it. Right. Yeah. I have to do some further research and right. understanding the process and to be effective. Yeah. So That's interesting because I always have, you guys know what I'm saying? Go ahead. You know what I often say? I often say that God, God, God has a big sense of humor. You know what I'm saying? The way I see God is not, I don't see God in it. Um, I do not like God in a religious tone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do not. I I do not like God in religion. I do not like God in a book. Mm-hmm. Um, God was before the book. God is after the book. Mm-hmm. I don't like God in any of those things. Right. God has a big sense of humor. One of the things that is ironic about God is God uses people in arenas that they have to minister to people, and he and when they minister to people, they minister to people that doesn't share their experience Mm -hmm. in life Mm -hmm. have no idea as to what they are going through or what so-called an addiction is. So now God will use people who have never been sick to help those who are unhealthy. Exactly. And he will get those who have never been on drugs to minister people that are on drugs. He will get the young to minister to the old. And he will make the old minister to the young. 
God has a way of using people outside of their own experience, Mm -hmm. outside of themselves. This keeps, God will use an uneducated man to teach those who are, you know what I'm saying? Highly educated. He would do those things. And so we look at it, and it's the, it's the irony of God. Mm-hmm. It is the irony of God to send a perfect man to an imperfect world. Yes. Hence Jesus. Yes. It is strange yes. to see this, but you have to respect the hand of God mm-hmm. when it's at work like that and when he's working with you like that. Yeah. Because a lot of people got questions saying, well, I don't know what that is. Well, I don't know what that been through. You know what I'm saying? Go yeah. for it. I tell my mom this all the time. And I have this voice in my head when every time I speak, anytime I speak, it's always a voice that say, but you don't know, but you don't know. That's good. You don't know everything. And I, my counter response is I don't know everything, but I know enough. Okay. Okay. And that is how I silence that voice to, that makes me Mm. feel like I'm not qualified or I can't do this. Got it. That's good. And it's like, I feel like it's perfect to say this now because everybody knows I'm a member of this church, but you also know the last time you see me too. Yeah, you yeah, probably yeah, don't. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some new members don't know. You introduce yourself to the new members. Yeah. So, <laughs> that right there. Call the Christ. <laughs> so, it's like a prime example of like, yes, on my way here, maybe that, that tingling I felt earlier was probably also rooted in, girl, you ain't been in church since when? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you about to talk about? But people don't also know that I do church outside of church. Yeah, right. Definitely. And I mean, I'm getting my way back. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> I do understand the whole idea of like congregation and stuff like that. And the fellowship. But I can bring um the spirit in my car. Yeah. I do it every day. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, that's just that. But I, I earlier I had a question to what you were saying because we all know nobody wants to hear from the person that ain't been through what they've been through. Right. And my question is, do you think that God sends, I guess, people that haven't been through the same experiences to deliver because they aren't. Okay, so I think about like when people go through things, their mind is shifted in a way. It's altered a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and some most times it's not in a way that is beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think that I need, well, God sends a fresh perspective mm-hmm. to kind of highlight or beam light on what's dark? Because... Not all the times. And I know do know people that come from certain backgrounds and they heal from it and they can deliver. Mm-hmm. But most times it's like most people don't get to that healing spot. So I have right. to send somebody that ain't never been through this before to kind of make it make sense for you. Yeah. Without the wounds. Right. Mm-hmm. So here it is. Whenever God sends you somewhere um, or God give word or God, um, he sends you somewhere, give you a word. One of the things somebody told me and, I, and it always stuck with me. He said that whenever you filter the word or whatever you filter the revelation or whatever God given you, whatever you filter through your experience, mm-hmm. your emotions or your impulsivity, when you filter it through that, even your fears, you tainted what he gave you. Mm. One of the things you tainted what he gave you, one of the best presidents, one of our best presidents, really didn't have much experience in Capitol Hall. That is Barack Obama. He was only a senator for a couple of years. He built his he built it not off being it not off being a big senator, but he built his campaign on build, on being a community organizer. Mm. 
He had, and everybody who came to him, John McCain, kept saying he have no experience. He, that was the big kick against Barack Obama. He doesn't have experience. Chicago community organizer going to run the country. He has no experience. He has no experience. So here was a man who was running against John McCain, who'd been in the Senate for a long time, mm -hmm. coming against this young, fresh guy, you know what I'm saying, from Chicago, who didn't have much experience, but says, hey, we're going to give the country a new direction. Again, experience taints the actual operation of God. Because you always look at it and say these words. They ain't never been done before. Or I've never done that. Or I've never seen it this way. Mm -hmm. And the Lord's saying, hey, I know. Like you said, I am presenting something new. Yeah. And I'm going to present something new by bringing someone who knows nothing about what they're about to deal with. And I'm going to give them the mission and the assignment to handle that. The irony of God. Yeah. So now we need teachers, ministers, life coaches to recognize these people within, the, within, the, within our sphere of, of, of influence and the community that we serve. And we said, okay, I recognize this is what the Lord is doing with you. Mm -hmm. You are going to have a difficult journey. Because you're going to be faced with people that says these words. Yeah. I've never seen it that way. That's not going to work. That's not the way it is. And, but how would you bring something new? Yeah. Do you know what the definition of something new is? Something new means that you've done something new so well it makes the old obsolete. That's what wow. new is. New is, doing a, do, new is doing the new thing so well. You don't even want the old anymore. Mm. You've caused the old to be obsolete. Uber has pretty much shut down taxi cabs. Oh, yeah. Lifting Uber, you know what it's I'm done. saying? Like, yeah, it's yeah. like over. Some people don't know what it is. They don't okay. even know what a taxi Like, yeah, yeah over. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. And hacking, remember back in Bowie, Baltimore, <laughs> hacking your particular, yeah, yeah. It's over. <laughs> they did something new so well, it made something old obsolete. Mm -hmm. And that's interesting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so when you, do, when you do this, I mean, um, and God will do this. You know what I'm saying? And if you even say something that people are not used to, they look at you like, oh, man, that's, that's not. They, they send you to, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they just kick you out. They, you know what I'm saying? They put you mm -hmm. in a crazy home. But truth be told, listen to this. And I heard somebody say this. He said, 150 years ago, if a man stood, or stood up and said horses would no longer be used as transportation, People would kick him out of the arena. Mm. Of the, mm -hmm. If he got up or she got up and says, horses will no longer be used as a mode of transportation, he would be kicked out. Kicked out. Because for all of human history, they've been traveling with horses. Yeah. But somebody got to say, you know what? We can do this a better way. Mm -hmm. And now ain't nobody riding horses but the cowboy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's obsolete now. Traveling with horses has been a part of human history for all of human history. Mm -hmm. All of human history. Yeah. Last hundred years, we just started driving. That is interesting. So will God do it? You better believe he will. He does it every day. Mm. It is our job as leaders to recognize, recognize it. Actually. So we can start exactly. cultivating those people. And in those people... My job is not to cultivate their message, but it's to cultivate their strength. Yeah. You're going to need another type of strength to deal with something 
You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You're going to need another type of strength. And everything you're saying is not going to happen tomorrow. Just be sick. Just because you said God said it don't mean everybody going to agree. And just because you said it's real and it's all this doesn't mean that it's for the moment. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to learn. I also teach people this. When people disagree with you, they're not disagreeing with you. They're disagreeing with your message. So don't be disagreeable in presenting your message. Yeah. Yes. I think that went on my head. Say it again. I'm going to say it again. When people disagree with you, they are disagree they're not disagreeing with you. They are disagreeing with your message. Right. So don't be disagreeable with your message. Right. Don't use what you're giving as an attack right. to attack the fact mm. that they slow. Because <laughs> right. that's what we do. Like, y'all don't know nothing. Y'all oh, slow. Okay. You. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You attacking them. <laughs> and they're like, no, you know, you know, you ahead. You know, you, you mm -hmm. five years in the future. You know what I'm saying? Deion mm -hmm. Sanders said, I'm, I'm around the corner somewhere. I ain't even <laughs> thinking about today. I'm, I'm ahead. Mm -hmm. You know, people say that they are, Miles Monroe used to say that, you know, every Sunday, he's, I'm always in the future. And he said, every Sunday I come back to the present to get y'all so I can take y'all with me. So you can't make people feel like they slow because you're so far ahead. That comes with humility. So what God would do is sometimes take those people that feel like they're, they, they're, they're those co-creators and those people who feel like they got something. God sort of takes them through a rough patch in their growth and creativity to slow them down a little bit. Yeah, a whole yeah. lot. Oh. <laughs> a lot, a lot. You know what I'm saying? You're like, come on, God, we here, we up here. God said, yeah, I know. I know, but the people that you need aren't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's and right. you're going to need them in the future. Yeah. Right, to make yeah. this um, non-profit a non-profit. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's like a perfect example. Go ahead. Like, Go for it. Well, past, all right, so when my business first crashed, like as it was crashing, Crash. I came in here crying. Oh, I mm. said, Lord, please. Like on Thursday, <laughs> just us two sitting right here. I just had my notes because I just knew he had all the answers. Um, <laughs> I couldn't even articulate what was going on without crying. Like, it um, was a big deal. Like, because I I put all in that business. Like, everything. Like, wow. everything I had went in that business. Um, And I feel like my vision was so strong, like, I found purpose here. Like, mm -hmm. it's not about the money for me. I've built my organization simply off of helping people just get 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 some motivation on the inside, like spark a fire in them. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was just like I was seeing it happen. I was watching it happen. Of course, I was reaping the benefit of it happening. And then next thing I know, <laughs> every my Why am I laughing? half of my business done <laughs> turned on me on Instagram. It was just bad. It it was horrible. Mm. It was just horrible. I went from making a lot of money to zero dollars. Mm. Pregnant at, at that time. Wow. Mm. Making all that money from my house, I had no desire to work nowhere. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Nowhere. Why would you that want wasn't to? in your future. That's right. I knew no job <laughs> no. was ever paying me that much money. So getting a job was insane. Like yeah. Just to battle with yourself. Like, yeah. You are paying do, what? What? <laughs> like. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So I was definitely in a space of like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know. I don't know mm. what I'm going to do. I have no desire to do nothing else. Mm. And then I started working on a car dealership or something. I just needed something because Lori was here at that point. It was I felt like I was on a crunch. It mm -hmm. was kind of like God sat me down, but he also gave me a timeline too. Like, nice. 
I'm going to humble you. Yeah. But you're not about to sit in this pit either. You're not even going to make it a pit. Come on. Actually. Yeah. Because you don't have time for that. Right. So it kind of forced me to like get on it, get it together, figure it out. And I was subbing. I was like, okay, that's cool. I was pregnant. So I was like, nothing was giving. Like, I'm just there to collect a check. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know that two school years later, I would be teaching. Right. There. Like a whole at my high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So wow. it's just like a full, full, full circle moment. And it just makes me feel like this was meant to happen. Absolutely. And you would have never became a teacher if you didn't go through that. Mm -hmm. You would have been working in finance. Because I had a job for mm -hmm. T. Rowe Price when I, like, I started the school just in, just until my T. Rowe Price job right. started. Right. And then I fell in love with it. And I was like, I'm not doing that. And then I got my job. To match my T Rowe Price salary. Okay. Okay. So okay. it's just like, you know, wow. worked wow. out. Yeah. Worked out. And when I tell my students now, it's like I don't, I don't want them to feel like I'm so far fetched from them. Mm -hmm. They don't know how old I am, but I did highlight the fact that ten years ago I was literally in your shoes, like right. ten, just ten. I mean, yeah. that sounds a long time for them, right. but for me, it's like. Yesterday. Wasn't that long That's ago. right. That's yeah. right. That's Ten right. Ten years ago, I was literally <laughs> yeah. a freshman. Ten years later, I'm a freshman teacher. Yes, mm. exactly. That mm. is like wow for me. Right. But it makes a lot of sense because look what I was doing then, mm -hmm. and I was working with adults in forex. So I'm, I'm trying to help you unlearn real traumas, real stuff that's happened to you. Not right. saying that the stuff my students don't go through is not real, but. They have years of stuff that's that right. they have to work through. Right. Yeah. House. So if I can shift you as a 40-year-old. Mm -hmm. Imagine what you can imagine do. Imagine what I can yeah. do with a 12-year-old. Right, mm -hmm. right, right, Like, so yeah. yeah. I do feel qualified at 20-something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Even though you what? Right behind me. Right, right, right. Because it's just like, <laughs> I work to be here. Let's yeah. just say that. Like, I studied to be here. Mm -hmm. It was a time in my, like, couple times in my life where the world was silent. And I was really just like, that's a bird, girl. What you want me to know about that bird? Like, it was really <laughs> like, mm -hmm. those eyes in church, you pointed me out for that before. Yeah. I'm just looking. I'm listening because I know that I'm on a journey where I need to collect. I need to understand. I need to process because the next season I might not hear you. And it was like, I had that moment too where it's like I felt like I was on fire. God was always talking to me, always. And then nothing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what happened? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm waiting for you to give me the message. And mm -hmm. then I heard, too, like, you have it. Like, yeah. I've yeah. given you everything. Now you got to figure out what's in the bag right. to pull out to yeah. help. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what I do now, yeah. every day. But I still study because I'm going to still add that's stuff right. to that's my right. bag. That's right. that's exactly. um, and empty some things because right. it's expired. But that's where I am. So when you say, well, like, what's the motivation? The fact that I know I got this bag that is actually, like, I Worked to get to stuff mm -hmm. in here. It's uh -huh. not like somebody just dropped it off and now I got to figure it out. Right. No, I created this syllabus. Mm. And I know what's a part of it. Exactly. And I really believe in it. Nice. So, yeah, it's going to happen. Good, good. That's good. I was going to say, like, to what you were saying prior to that, both of y'all were saying that, I think just God just, like, to me, desires um, for us to be, to share our experiences with each other, like, and and from that, it just makes us extremely sensitive to everything and every person. I think that's why it makes it sometimes easy, at least for me, like, to, like, minister or counsel or talk to people about certain experiences that I might not have necessarily 
gone through, like you kind of like what you said, but um, it just makes it it creates the flow, like because we're sharing it and it's it's there. And you, like you said, once you studied it and once you've kind of got an outlook of what they are talking about, you you feel it, you sense yeah. it, you understand it. It just makes it it makes it an easy flow. Nice. I feel like for me, it's more of like I know that I can process this in a way that will free you from everything you feel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's why I do it. Okay. Because it's just like, if you've seen this how I see it, you mm-hmm. wouldn't be talking to me like this right now. And sometimes that's all it takes is, let me just break this down, because I don't think you see it. Screw your brain. <laughs> I don't think you really kind of, let me reword it. Yeah, but then you also, <laughs> I feel like it's hard, because on the flip side, you're combated with um, defense all the time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I deal with that a lot. Yeah. And that's why I started to pray for wisdom. Yeah. But I also know, like, I have the armor to, if you want to be defensive, we can do that. Like, mm. I'm, I'm ready <laughs> because I have the words to kind of mm-hmm. calm that down to. Mm-hmm. I have okay. no problem with saying why you're so defensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I made you feel some type of way? Like, yeah. did that make you feel a way? Yeah. Like, what do you yeah. feel? And then we could talk through that. Okay. Because a lot of times, I don't, I've learned, I'm very blunt too. My delivery has been so much better over the years. I'm so grateful. <laughs> but I know sometimes I, you know, some people need you to like pet, 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 and then tell them. Mm-hmm. I'm just to tell them. You just to tell them. I'm just gonna tell you. Got it. Because like got it. I don't have time. You don't have the time. <laughs> no. Like I don't have time for that. Like, cause what we doing? Yeah. You want help or not? Right. And I think that's another reason why I feel like I'm a part of the the. Do you want to figure it out, type of crew? Uh-huh. Because I can't get you to fit like all of that pulling and forcing. So is that for just adults that you that you have that because you put that energy into your students like they not going to they're they need some yeah. time. You so is it is it that the, they're an adult and it's like I can't I can't or is it because what you're what you're describing is what you give to your students naturally. Right. So is it like a is it like a age thing? When they're a certain age, you just kind of, you feel like, what do you think about that? Like, I feel age? like my students just don't understand the adults are defensive. Oh, okay. Because you do understand. Really? And you don't want to accept what you understand. That's, that's how so you think So then we about- can't move forward. Wow. wow. With children, it's like, no, no, no. Okay. Not, not adults. <laughs> I, say, I, think all adults. Most, I think most adults, yeah. I'm not going to cut you off, but Especially I think. from my age? From your age. Don't hit me. I think most adults mask. Yes. Most adults mask. Most adults, when in this situation, when they need help, they wear this mask. And the only way to take their mask off is to never put yours on. Mm-hmm. Mm. And everybody, you know, so we, so pastors got this pastor mask. I got to always be right. I got to please. I got to be mm-hmm. proper in my speech, my learning. Everything got to be on point. The people going to say I'm not this. They're going to say I'm not that. Once you take that off. Because the pastor's a normal person as well. But no, but when you make the pastor the big all, in all, of all, you make him wear a cape yeah. and, a, and a costume mm-hmm. that he can't fully wear 52 Sundays a year, not including that, but also on the Bible study nights and also on during some of the week. nights he speak during the week. Yeah. That at some point, bruh, sis, that you can't wear that. So take that off. The deal with, I, you know, I like, I like, um, I like, I, I don't watch Marvel comics, but I study everything. Mm-hmm. Marvel? Marvel comics or DC. But I, or DC, I study everybody, y'all. Yeah. You know, one, you know, you know, a person that, that that's really, I, I like, but I don't like, 
Batman. Okay. Yeah, I'm not into Batman. There's a reason why I don't like Batman. I like Superman. Yeah, the reason I don't like Batman. <laughs> I don't watch none. I'm, I don't watch none of you. I don't watch much. I do. I don't watch much. And I don't go to movies or anything else like that. But you know who Batman is? Batman is a billionaire. Yes. Who spends his money fighting petty crimes. It's a hobby. Billionaire. He don't use his money to tear down big corporations that are messing up. He uses his billions to stop the person who's stealing somebody's pocketbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's Think America. about it. That's America, right? Think, I don't know what that is. That's crazy to me. To, that's who he is, basically. Basically, Batman yeah. is a billionaire who spends his money fighting thugs on the corner. You know what that made me think about? Go for it. It made me think about America. Um, <laughs> and I say that because... I got to hear this one. A lot of the people mm-hmm. that's in jail... Because, okay, when you said petty crimes, people stealing somebody's pocketbook. I mean, you know, Granted, the bat thing, come on. You say you take somebody's pocketbook and run and... Right. Bat, the bat, what's called it? The bat? The bat Batmobile. Lid, the Batmobile, the bat layer, the bat skylight thing, whatever yes. comes about. That bat sign, I guess I just call it. No, that. I get it. And yeah. I, what I got was like, most of the petty crimes come from a place, like, a community of people mm-hmm. that need, like, mm-hmm. the low-income people. Yeah. And it's like most of the jails are filled with low-income people. That's we got true. big it's and big, 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 Wow, and big. Yes. We got yes, big and fish to fry. Yes. Because if you were giving yes. them the things that they needed, they wouldn't be stealing. And if you would mm-hmm. get the big thieves, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They would have a little bit more. Yeah. Like, yeah. get the greedy people, not the hungry people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, it's like. So That's I say, like you. I say, I say it to say, I say it to say about the mask and the costumes and stuff like that. I say it to say that when adults feel like their lives is, should be a certain way, mm-hmm. or by this time in my life I should be that, I will put a mask on to make you think I'm that, and then that's what I have to speak to because you come to me saying um, I'm okay, but I'm not. So I got to deal with the part that's not okay. But you have this mask up saying everything is good. I feel like the mask started before them. So what you mean? Let's hear it. Before the time where I got this age and I feel like my life should be a certain way. Go for it. I feel like the mask started the first time my t- mother told me to stand in child's place. Don't ask questions. I said do this because I said so. Let me hear this. That's Why, the you, first you time going the back, mask You're going came way back okay. there. How you because that? that's where it really starts. Because, okay, putting a mask on is ultimately hiding your true identity, not being able to... Advocate for the things that you want or speak your peace, mm-hmm. rather. What you believe in. Yeah. What you believe in. How you feel. Express yourself mm-hmm. on a simple scale. Mm-hmm. And if you strip that, I guess, opportunity when I was six, five, because you want me to stop talking and you don't want me to talk back mm-hmm. and you don't want me. You are teaching me how to not mask. express myself. Okay. Mask. Now, how do you feel about when I don't, when I talk back and do those things at a six-year-old? But then I use that same temperament, the attitude, disposition with someone who's not my mother, a.k.a. a teacher. And mm-hmm. so now when I got a class of 40, I don't have 15 minutes to go back and forth with you. But mom said, hey, express yourself. Right now, you need to be in the community to chill because I got to teach. Let me hear it. So I think that it comes with conversation. I'm not yeah. saying that you just talk to me however you want and you express yourself. No, you have to learn there's a time and a place to express yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's the conversation. Yeah, that's it's a real a, yeah. adult thing. Like, you just, yeah, I feel some type of way at work, but I'm not about to start screaming at the PD. Mm-hmm. 
So the ch- so did you tell the so in my question so did you tell the ch- child? You, you yes. tell the ch- so in my to yeah, me, yeah, yeah. but at least what I do with Chloe now, I don't just give her a direction without explaining why and asking her to do it. Like so you said what you say your mom said, like stay in the child. Yeah, my mother used to say that too. Like, like child's be seen and why. not heard. Yeah. That used to be what my grandmother used to say. Yeah. So instead of saying something like that, I would say, listen, this is an adult conversation where I don't want you to interject. And the reason why is because, like, I want to give you, and it's not that I, I owe you an explanation necessarily, but because I don't want to, I don't want you to be, I don't want, I don't want to mask what you're really feeling because what you're saying actually is, is valid. And a lot of stuff that I allow her to just say, I'm like, oh yeah, I do understand why you said that. So I think that the conversation and it's fully explaining what, your expectation is what are we saying in a conversation and why is is kind of almost owed to the child a little bit just to avoid a a world full of people that cannot express themselves because for so long they've been told don't say anything does that be quiet start, does it start at a certain age does that start at a certain age I feel like it's, it's, like, a, talking. it's like a habit yeah like <laughs> it it develops over yeah. time no, no I'm, what i'm saying the disrespect is disrespect no, should no, no, not no, be no, tolerated no 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 i'm saying does does the explanation does the child um oh. get an explanation does that start at a certain age no it's just the way you articulate it yeah. so and so at, at at 3 years old you can tell a child i want you to i want you to you know this you is should a start building building that character yeah, like, at that time it's not going to be of course the same conversation as i have with a 6 year old cuz yeah, you don't that's understand what I'm yeah. you don't yeah. process as a 6 year old but yeah, I can explain I'm, to you mm-hmm. why it's inappropriate to throw things at the doctor. Right. right. Because what if you would have hit somebody's child? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a way in which you communicate it, but definitely think the conversation should be there. Good, 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 good. And you said Absolutely. something that you said, not that I owe you an explanation, and I feel like that's where a lot of parents are stuck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can't get past that have so much pride. Yes. It's mm. like you're not even allowing your child to be a person. Or to be taught. To really be that. taught. Because that's the lesson. Yeah. To be taught or to be a person, too. Because it's yeah. just like you so caught up on you trying to have this 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 power. power. It's a power uh-huh. struggle. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're trying to have this power when you're actually losing it all. Because okay. you're training a child that's going to lash out on you eventually. Mm-hmm. Especially this day and age. Right. They don't. Come on. It has to be a different yeah. And that is why older teachers don't understand how my classroom functions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see a that. A lot of things could be disrespect, but I'm so secure in who I am. You're not You're not disrespecting me. Right, right. Like, right. And not, I know what you mean. Like, I kind of know what you mean. Yeah, it's like you're, you're not disrespecting me. Right. Unless you call me a B, like all yeah. of that. Okay. Yeah, Obviously, that that's disrespect, but you say, like, one of my students, I call her, like, we do cold calls. When you're not paying attention, I'm calling you. Oh. Uh-huh. And she was like, don't piss me off. I said, no, don't piss me off because you're not paying attention. Yeah. A teacher okay. would have flipped. You would have got put out and all that. Oh. And for me, it's like, she wasn't paying attention. She feels targeted because you were, mm-hmm. because you're not paying attention. And then you're going to ask me a question when you was on your phone. Mm-hmm. Right. We're not doing that. Right. My my approach, my my approach, my approach with this is, so I was raised old school. And old school approach is, you know, um, do it because I told you to. No explanation needed. That's how we was taught. But we I also understood that our teacher or our disciplinary, our discipline, oh, our 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 um, model of discipline was actually the belt or the whip or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was never talking to. That mm-hmm. was never the mode. But I also know where that comes from. Yeah. And that comes from slavery. Absolutely. You know, who beats a child? Who who looks at a child and just, I'm just going to pop. I'm not talking right. about a pop. I'm talking about pop. 
I'm like, come on. I'm like, hey, hey, you know, you're 212 and the child is 38 yes. with wet clothes on. Makes no sense. And you're just like, bop, 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 bop. And so mm. you're unable to, you are unable to articulate yourself in your own natural way. I had to learn not to do that. So I don't bother or beat anything to my children, but I do talk. When I mean talk, I mean in every tone, every way, every piece of sarcasm and jokes and, and, and instruction and with tone and with softness. I want to use, I want to utilize all of those things. And I want to look you in your face and say, you know what I'm saying? Don't do that. Mm-hmm. But I also understand that there's a certain way boys handle knowledge and discipline. And there's a certain way young ladies handle it. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain feel that you have to present. They got to know that you love them and they love you and they do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it, I give them all of that, all of that. The only difference about me is after that's over, we good. Nothing lingers for a oh, day or yeah. two. Like I holding, know, no, 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 nothing lingers. So my boys, I use the silent, my older boys, I got a 19-year-old and 17-year-old. I use the silent approach. Okay. Here's the thing. You know what I'm saying? The silent approach. If I tell you to do something, you ain't doing it, or I ask you now, it's not a tell no more. So we're not there. So now we're at a place now we young men. Uh, you don't need a daddy, you need a coach. Mm-hmm. So now it's a little different now. So I'm not going to, it's not telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. It's asking you. And then we have the conversation. Mm-hmm. This is why. This is what we built over time. You can't break this. You can't come against this. Or And if you do, it's not going to be well because you shouldn't because there has been, um, there's a foundation laid. Now, you may not take the same route I took, mm-hmm. but there was a foundation laid so life would not be as hard for you as it was for me. Right. Every, and, every, and when I sit down and talk like, hey, sit down. We got to talk eye to eye, man to man. Now we have to talk. I also have a, <laughs> a nine-year-old you get what i'm saying yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. i got i got it's a difference different for each you yeah, get what i'm saying i got this dude here who just like yeah i know what's going on i'm the smartest <laughs> one in the house i'm preach i'm anointed <laughs> touch not die anointed do not profit no harm you know what i'm saying i got oh, this little dude yeah. running around the house and he's just like yeah and he's very vocal mm-hmm. very vocal can 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 explain everything he's doing and why but i got to let him know listen dude i need you to Go to sleep tonight. Right. Because A, B, and C, and D, your mom tired. Mm-hmm. That's the, this is the end of this day, man. Don't, don't be like this. Right. Then I got this little seven-year-old. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Six-year-old. Yes. And then I got to tell her, hey, you go to bed, we go to the store tomorrow. Got it. Right. So you know every child, child you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, we go to the store tomorrow. Okay, daddy. That was it. You know, yeah. no yelling, no fussing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I'm developing. I don't know what I'm. What, I don't know what I'm creating. But I do know we get some peace at night. Yeah. <laughs> I think a, uh, that resi- so everybody, go for it. That resistance that we used to get, like, um, like you said, when your mother would tell you, just be quiet or just yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. causes you to go to the party and sneak out the window. Wow. I'm gonna just what? Like, but I feel like. When you're speaking to someone and you give them the why, like you said, the each child has their <laughs> own. We're even. We're on an even playing field right now. Let's so let's crazy. communicate about it. Let's talk about this. It's so crazy that you said that word why, and because it's snatched away from us as children. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to young adulthood, trying to f- discover who you are, yes, everybody is saying, "What is your why?" Stop. Yes. Stop. 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 
<laughs> wait, 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 wait. Don't move. Don't move. Nobody move. Nobody get hurt. And wait, everybody listen to this. It's called people who are over, overly beaten or overly corrected mm-hmm. become overly contritious. Mm-hmm. They apologize about every little thing yeah. and won't move. How do I know? Because I lived it. Mm. My father, don't move. Don't do this. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. But probably the reason why I didn't move when somebody told me to move. Yeah. I see people right now as the adults question everything. Mm-hmm. It's because their past, yes. their leader beat them. Their parents. Their parents. Yes. About every little thing they did mm-hmm. so they could not move. So people who are overly, I, I, it's ultra Correction. Yes. You're correcting people to the degree that they they, they question everything they yes. do. And they become over-contritious and they apologize for everything. Mm-hmm. Even talking back to their boss about something that they deserve. Exactly. exactly. I hope God don't get me for this, yeah. but I got to say something. Like, hey, no, for real. you work for it. And Let even those that, I was going to even those that the opposite of that, uh-huh. that didn't really get as many rules, right. they... Or they just do whatever without placing those, those boundaries, boundaries or those that, is true. that discipline. They kind of lack that discipline because it was gotta, just open. Yeah, so you got to really gotta find, find that, that balance. balance. That's, that's good. Go I for it. I take the free person over the constriction. What is the word you use? Over, constricious. Overly constricious. Overly constricious. I would <laughs> take the free as a f- you would. fly bird. I'm like over a overly constricted. Me and you person. are the same way because I, I say, don't. Yeah, me and you, me and you the same way because I always say I'd rather you give me a lion than a lamb. Okay. I rather yeah. I rather teach a I rather teach a house of lions you know than a got, house of lambs. You know I do. I would. It's a confidence piece for me. Okay, go ahead. If me you too. got confidence, I could teach you what to be confident in. That's how I feel the same. If you are so apologetic, I have to. You got to unlearn too much. Man. You got to unlearn yeah, so much. Like in this yeah, yeah, this was it. This, <laughs> was, this, this is, is actually this is yeah. it right here. All we right. turn. We All back. Right, Everything Kayla, we back. Kayla, Everything we back. Everything changed Kayla. just now. Okay, okay. We back. We back. Let's go. Because it's just like <laughs> if I, you know, how much work it takes to <sighs> teach people how to unlearn. And it, I think it's so hard. I know it's so hard because combating with somebody' belief system is a brick wall conversation. That's true too. It can be. That's true. So or not. It is so much harder for me to get you to unlearn all of the things that you've been mm-hmm. raised to believe mm-hmm. and to and get you. It. And after you unlearn, now I have to reestablish your character. That's already two steps of the process. This is true. This is true. This is true. And then if you're true. already young, wild, and free, this is I true. can just give you some boundaries with some explanations and you can just understand me. Granted, you know, slip up because you're used to just doing whatever you want. But if I constantly remind you, or if I. Constantly remind you of your goal because we we this is your life. Mm-hmm. We are this creating your life. Your life. Yeah. So if I constantly remind you of the things that you find important, the things that you want, you're going to be more inclined to do it. This is good. If I apply incentive with what you want, it's going to make sense, and you're just going to do it. Versus you knowing what you have to do, but your soul, or not your soul, but your mind has been wired in a way that is conflicting with what you want. It's going to take. It's a lot of work. I'm not saying I'm not willing to do the work, but just give me the lion. Give me the person <laughs> that talk too much over the person that don't talk at all. Now, yeah. See, I think I feel like I'm called to both, like the lion <laughs> and it. the lamb. Let's hear it. I, I actually, I love that. I love the, I guess the, I guess the developmental piece in it. And I know that it can take some time, but it, I think because I know that like my process was a little shaky, everything was a little shaky. That and it's still shaky, but. 
it just makes me it just has built like more patience for certain things and, and i word. just love it. i don't have that i love carving out why did this happen How, when did the, i i love that part and because i know you might mess up and it's okay like but i that's just that's i'm called i'm called to to both to both yeah like i'm i'm not really like irritated or nothing with the time or I, that's like it's like a thing and I feel like we kind of don't give people the space to have their own personal process. Um, like, we kind of, like, defi- at least what I've seen is that we kind of define, like, the process. If you don't, like, if you don't catch on in 30 days, like, then, I, you know, didn't give up or leave it alone. Or it's too that's much. How, that's how you think people No, I'm saying that I've noticed that in some process there's not a long um, not. time for people. And, and for some people, that's a good thing for some people. They catch right on, and, right. and that's for them. Let me finish what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm not taking. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna forget. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let, that's I'm what I'm be saying. Yeah, but we're not fussing. I'm not fussing. Right I know, now, but I just the problem go is ahead, that when I be and now, but now it's probably gone. Now I gotta rekindle, rebring it back. All right. Wait, just wait a second. Go ahead. I hate when you do that. <laughs> this is the okay. lying part. That I... Okay. <laughs> so anyway, like I was saying, people. I think that people create this process that is. Sometimes short term, and if you don't get it within this time, it's like I just have to kind of walk away from you. Whereas some people have a longer process, and it's just like I, I feel like that whoever that teacher is, you're just assigned to that to that person to go along with them on the process. Now you would know when to fold them, and you would know when to go with them. It's not for everybody, but for me, I actually enjoy that. That's dope. I think that with the word that you said, patience. I know I don't have it, <laughs> but I also know what I don't have patience for. I okay. do have patience. Let's say that because I work with high schoolers yeah. in yeah. math, yeah, algebra. So I have some patience. type of patience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't have patience for mediocrity. Mediocrity. Okay. Mediocrity. Okay. And I feel like personally, if we walk through who you are, how you got to this person, because I feel like people always ask me. Okay, so my business is called Phasing for Purpose, and okay. everybody always think I have all of the answers to get them to purpose, mm. and I created like a blueprint. The first, the first step is to examine your past. Okay. If we do that and we figure out all of the things that make you who you are in the present, then we can exceed in the future. Mm-hmm. And I get frustrated with people. I can honestly say this is when we've highlighted things that in your past that contributes to how you behave now and you don't do nothing about it. Right. So now these conversations that we're having is like the same conversations because you're not doing the work. Mm. Got it. That is why I can take a lion and calm you down a little bit mm-hmm. versus somebody that Reasonable. is already calmed and and I got to give you a spark mm-hmm. because there's so much stuff. First of all, I don't even know if you're actually telling me everything. I don't know you. So it's like I don't really know if you're giving me everything I need to help you. So now I'm doing three times the work because right. I got to figure you out. Right. Figure you out for you to figure yourself out. Make it make sense. It's just- <laughs> See, I ain't got to patience to talk about the process. So- too much. So my my take on this, my take on what Tia was saying, and you, my take on this is everybody can learn, mm-hmm. but learning also comes with your interest in the teacher. Right. So That's what so I was true. saying about Tia was what I was saying. I, I didn't want to cut you off, but I was trying to kind of agree with what you were saying, where you're going. And I apologize for that. But here it is. The teacher has to know you're not my student. It's not the fact that you can't get in in 30 days. The teacher has to be aware of saying it. It's not that you can't get in. No, you can't. You're not my student. You need to be in a, with another teacher. Yeah. 
And if the teacher don't know that, the teacher will waste his time teaching. Not only are you wasting your time, you are wasting the other person's time. Because teaching is about timing. You have to get some person from one point to the next, Mm -hmm. or else the season run out. So that's why you got seasons and classes. So teaching is not teaching is never a lifetime with one coach. Mm-hmm. It's 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 processes and steps. Definitely. If you're not the person that says, "Wait a minute, I, I you need every teacher needs to know who their students are." Yeah, you do. The Bible says that Jesus chose his disciples, and those who couldn't walk with him, he sent them away. So you can't teach everybody, mm-hmm. but everybody can be taught. And that's where I was like, "That's like, wait, hold up." So it's not that the process or people just can't get it. No, you can get it. You just got to get it by somebody else. And if the right person teach you, you can get it in one day faster than I can give it to you in 30. That's what I was saying. So now I am at the place now that's saying you don't belong in this class. We're not going to waste your time, my time, or everybody else that's learning. This is not a class you belong in. You belong in another classroom. The arrogance of the teacher, in my opinion, and the pride. Teacher, I can teach anybody. I, I can teach anybody. I can, yeah. I, then why do God got so many teachers? If you can teach anybody, everybody, you can. I was at that place too. And so what I would do is I would take hours to break down something, and I realized some people just not going to get through my voice or my teaching. So the, the, the genuine thing to do is to let the student know, I don't – I love you. Be cool. Everything is good. I'm not your guy. So how do you create the, I guess, the standards for the people that, like, you're referring to as far as the teaching? How do you know, like, if you do have students that do catch on to certain things and they mm-hmm. really are intrigued and they understand, but there's some things that just they just doesn't click. Right. Is that a lack of patience because I can't go back through this again and I think you need to find another teacher? Or is it, like, I'm just not assigned to you. Like, because if there are some things that that person is latching on to or some things that they actually are clearly have been drawn to you for some reason, right? like wh- how do you so define your standards the, for So for when you, so I always say that, I always say that your student, when you're dealing with, and I'm talking about, and I'm not talking about the classroom, by the way. So I'm not talking about the classroom. You good on your time, uh, Kayla? We we about we about, to, we about to get you out. We got babies and everything else, so we got you. Okay, we got you. All right, I see that look on your face. I got less Fully, fully, fully away. We gonna we gonna get you out of here. Fully away. So, um, and then after we say this, get this part here. Okay. You tell us about your business and everything else, and we are gonna move forward. Okay. All right. So, okay. so at this point, so the teacher has um, developed a um, a syllabus. Mm-hmm. You develop a syllabus. First of all, as a spiritual teacher, as a spiritual teacher, you always. Um, you all, God send you people so that you can teach. First of all, people recognize the anointing. They recognize what they can hear. They reckon, their soul recognize the truth in something that you're saying. So it is like um, spirits connect heart to heart and breast to breast is what we call it. So you recognize that there is something that they are saying that I'm connected to, even though I don't know why I'm connected to it. But there is a connection there. Right. And that connection keeps us in process of the teacher, student, we are learning together. I'm learning from you. You're learning from me. You're teaching me, and I'm teaching you. We have that same. We have that same. That camaraderie. That mm-hmm. fellowship. Yeah. We have that. You sense that. But there are some people that are completely disconnected. That that I am not getting over to you. It's almost like when I say something, it's like um, you go blank. It's almost like wait a minute. 
the reason why you know you belong is because you saying something I heard when I was seven mm-hmm. and I never forgot. Mm-hmm. I heard when I was 15 and you bringing it back. The teacher never tells you what you don't know. Education is to bring out what you already know. If I'm bringing something out that you don't know or you're not aware of, you're sitting here wasting your time and you're going back and you are frustrating yourself. My thing is, with all this stuff, you are losing time. That's my whole thing. You can't lose time because you don't get hours back. You don't get moments back. The kids get older. Your body gets tired. I always tell my members all the time, make sure y'all go out and jump in everything y'all want to do. When I mean by the jump in, jump into a business in your early 30s, late 20s, early 30s, jump into it. Jump into it, fail, because you got more buoyancy to bounce back. Mm-hmm. Because once you get to 38, 39, and 40, you don't have as much bounce back. Not because you can't, it's because the responsibilities and the people that you build connections with. You're too connected to people to really fail because once you fail in your late 30s, you, you, folk coming down with you. Yeah. Early, early, early 20s and stuff, you, drop, you fall, you can jump right back up again. Just go right back home in mama's basement, you know what I'm saying? Come back out again, you know, let's go. Mm-hmm. The older you get, the less buoyancy you have. So my thing is, while y'all trying to get it, you are losing time. And no one knows how much time you have. So now you finally got it. 65 years old. 62. And you can't use it. I have failed. Trying to get you to get it for the last 20 years. That was I, not my question. I know you. Okay. I know it wasn't your question, but your question is about the process. How do you know this student is not yours? And I'm trying to tell you. No, that's not what, that wasn't a question either. What was your question then? What, what standards do you have in place? No sta- Wait a minute, let me finish. No standards. The, the, it's spiritual. I have no standards. Okay, so what's, what's spiritual? Like, what I'm saying is if you have students that are connected to you at some point, mm-hmm. and then there's a moment when they might not get something, yeah. is, that, is, that a, is that a complete shutdown for you? No. Or That's what I'm saying. What is that process like when there was some type of connection? To people don't with? get it. I'm, as the teacher, I know people are not going to get it right away. Okay. I know that. So that's not who I'm talking about. So I'm not okay. talking about people who don't get a point. Okay. Or people who don't get a lesson. Okay. I'm talking about people who don't get me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. People that don't get but you. That's what I'm saying. Know. So that's the, the that's the study though. Yeah. Because learning is a process. So I'm not talking about people who don't get a point or a scripture or a word. I'm talking about people who don't get me. And if you don't get the teacher, you're not gonna get the lesson. Okay. I feel Go like I feel like if the teacher don't get themselves they won't know who that audience is that's what i just said yeah so that's i feel like that's that's the answer that you was looking for like what is the standard the standard you know i feel like the standard comes from who you are what you stand for what are you teaching and if you don't align with all of my things you ain't for me and i feel like as a teacher in general like a student all I'm gonna say all or most students can get something from you. They right. might can't get everything from you, but they can get something from you. But yeah, I, I, that's why I say you have to know when to fold them and when it's time to. Yeah, for me, it's like I'm, I'm not playing. I'm really listening. I'm not playing. <laughs> okay, because I'm not, but no, no, I'm so, T. I'm not playing. The so way your lips, my, my lips and my lips. You want something? No, I'm, my, my eyes are like on it. you. Okay, you don't have to like it. Yeah, so I'm not I doing it for your likes. I don't go for it. So anyway, like I said, I feel like you have to. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> like uh, what her lights got to do with my face? I just happened to look over and it was and like. I'm looking right at you, Like too. a lot of fire. It's fine, You know, it was warm. It's all right. Over there. That's all right. Okay. That's all I'd say about that. Right. So now, um, 
we're gonna shoot to Kayla to do. Yeah, yeah, Kayla, we can get you. But out can here. we? Is it any way we can just do a quick little ad real quick, and then we can go to that? We get just a couple minutes. An ad. Yes, yeah, like a little ad that that plays. Oh, go ahead. Is that be you? Is that be you? Go ahead. Okay, and then come back with I you. I thought you were about to tell me to do the ad. No, 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 no. She's no, like no, a no. ad. script. <laughs> This is your spiritual podcast station. Be sure to check out all new episodes of Pastor Anthony Said every Tuesday. Episodes are available on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and everywhere that podcasts are available. Episodes are also available on our YouTube channel at Pastor Anthony Said. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe today. We love you and thank you for loving us. This is your spiritual podcast station, Pastor Anthony said, and we are excited to bring you Lunch at Truth Cafe. Introducing Lunch at Truth Cafe every day. Come in for all your truth favorites, plus new cheesy tacos, ribeye savory melts, and delicious burgers. Over seven lunch combinations starting at just $6.99. Truth Cafe, make sure you come in for lunch with us. We'll see you there. Peace and Love Yoga Studio is here for you. Located at 5001 Harford Road, Sweet C, Baltimore, Maryland. Peace and Love Yoga Studio is calling all beginners and caregivers in any capacity. That's right, all parents, healthcare workers, and teachers. Our studio is a place of restoration and oasis for you. Peace and Love Yoga Studio offers in-person classes every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. with special drop-in rates of just $30. Yoga mats are available for you to rent. Other services include private yoga sessions and private Reiki sessions. Peace and Love Yoga Studio offers so much for you, and we look forward to practicing with you. Call or text 410-814-1386. That's 410-814-1386. Or contact us on Instagram or Facebook at Peace and Love Yoga 333. Namaste. We'll see you soon. Yes, yes, yes. We are back with Miss Kayla. This has been very interesting. This is good. This is good. Okay, so Kayla, you have been you have been talking a lot and um we all have been talking, but you have basically been talking about your purpose, your ability to speak to people, encourage people, and move in. So I will I, and move on that spot. I will stand to say, um, you are called to this. Um fully walking your calling. You really didn't get much about your personal life. And you could have, but you didn't. You are passionate about what you are saying, how you are saying it, and who you are helping. There is deep call to the deep. There's something about you that's turned on by when you talk about helping others and speaking to others. There's another level to you. Uh, when you hear the voice, heart, not your heart. Take that step. It may be a quantum leap, uh, but you can handle it. So uh, okay. let's go. Let's Absolutely. Go for it. Tell us about yourself. Close us out. Okay. So, um, I mean, I, I feel like I said a lot about myself, but what I did not talk about 
which is so dear to my heart, is my nonprofit organization. It's called <laughs> Phasing for Purpose um, Foundation. I was about to say investors because that was the Forex business. But yes, I do have a nonprofit organization that I will be releasing to the world um, at the end of this year. Once again, it's called Phasing for Purpose Investors, where we are passionate about helping young people find purpose in every phase or season of their life. Um, and yes, so if you know that you are a young adult, and if you're not a young adult, I don't really have a limitation on age. Um, but if you know someone, if it's you or someone else, you could definitely refer them to my personal Instagram right now, which is H-V-L-Y-V-K. That's it. Okay, so at <laughs> H-V-L-Y-V-K. Um, you could just shoot me a DM, and I will definitely put you on the um, – contact form contact sheet and send you over some information for our upcoming dates so yes thank you it's been an honor do you want to know anything else about me no you good you good we okay good. great that's good it has been an honor um this will not be my last time okay all right now yeah, 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 it's a good time i had fun yeah um so yes thank you for your time Yes, yes, yes. All right, all right. We are so excited um, that you joined us on today. I know that this is going to motivate a lot of young women, and I'm just glad that you had the opportunity and the platform to be able to share all of this with other young women and everyone that can latch on. I think just think it's amazing. Thank you. It's so so much more to come. Yes. It is. Thank you so much for coming on. Do you want to give any announcements? Lily? Um, listen, we got a um. Oh, business venture ourselves, LIBA, Love Investors Benefit Association. Yes. Love Investors Benefit Association, LIBA. We are blessing folk. We are giving away money. We are helping people start their business, get started, get going. We got bless you. Hallelujah. Start yes. their business, get going, and move forward. And I thank God for that. Um, Love Investors Benefit Association. Our big day is December the 29th. Mm -hmm. We are blessing people who have, who are getting started in entrepreneurship. This is bigger than a thing. This is something real. Yes. We are at the beginning stages of this. Yes. We have our ups and our downs, our our hiccups and our hangups and our flaws and our scars, but we got out good. We got some things as blessing, and I'm excited about the entire process. I can't wait to tell you about what I've learned about this. I can't wait to tell you what I learned about people and how people give. I can't wait to tell y'all about what our community need yeah. and how we can be a blessing within our own community without getting help from anybody else. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to tell you how much money that we have in our community, that if we knew how to galvanize mm -hmm. this, I'm telling you a lot of people would be helped right in your own house. Yes. I am going to share my story, but right now I'm telling you we are doing this thing. Love Investors Benefit Association. Yes. Listen, if you want to give, we ask everybody for $100 this year. That's right, $100. Mm -hmm. Give $100 to Join Libba. That's Cash App Join Libba. You can give. You can go on our website. Yes. Libba, Join Libba. It's a web website, www.joinlibba.com. So you can go there and check it out and see what we have going on. And if you want to be a part of it or a recipient, let us know in the comments. Um, you can go ahead and just, uh, just go ahead and share this blessing with someone else while we're blessing someone else. I just believe that we are blessed to be a blessing. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is about. So, Love Investors Benefit Association, year number two. 
So year number two, two sophomore, sophomore year. Year number two, and we're going into year number three. And yes. I am excited about this for higher heights and deeper depths. This year we have an honoree. Yeah. We will announce our um, we will announce our honoree at the beginning of October. But Ooh. this year we have an honoree. Yeah. And so our first honoree of Liberty Charity starts at home, then it spreads abroad. We have an honoree. Ladies and gentlemen, let's just be a blessing. This is going to be good. Love you guys. God bless. Absolutely. Okay, so I think all right. that's all of our announcements. Make sure that you check out this episode of Pastor Anthony Said. Listen, this is your spiritual podcast station, and we just brought you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. We are the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side. Everything from A to Z. This episode will be available Tuesday. All episodes are available every Tuesday. Available on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere you can listen to podcasts. We love you, and thank you for loving us.